no. Well, you no. double zero is still zero. Trump is taking credit for a decline in the African American unemployment rate, and uh, rapper Jay Z uh, comments on businessman comments. Jigaman, right? He yeah. a fire shots of yeah. Jigaman. But yeah. uh, begin podcast. Guess who's uh, Zach? In this still smelling nerd and right now. Yeah. Uh, Guess who's uh, Zach? Yeah. So uh, we got part two of our movie countdown currently. Um, yes, we it's do. going down. Um, once again, missing a very integral part of the team. Shout out to Cole Window Blur, but we we gonna rest keep it peace. moving. Oh, rest in peace. He'll be back. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, so, are we sleeping? We out here sleeping yeah, right? in the sleeping now. Yeah, yeah. So I need that. Uh, for the uh, interim, we're going to go to the opposite direction now. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Still two-legged force in the building, ready to do my top three movies of 2017. Over here, I got my man. Double Black, what's going on? We're doing a part two on the Begin Podcast, anti-coonery podcast, talking about our three, two, one favorite films of 2017. So, uh... Open up your ears because we're about to drop that knowledge. That brings it to me, <laughs> Laser Beam. Uh, I'm really excited about these movies. I want to talk so about it. I want to talk <laughs> He's so about, excited. about it. So Using his excited excited. voice. Mm-hmm. I, I know, so I know, excited. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. So, this movies. time around, if you heard the last episode, you know we're talking about our favorite movies of 2017. So, we're going to kick it off real heavy. Force, what you got? For I'm three, here. Two, I'm one, ready. What you, are Listen, you ready? Are you for, ready? My four, five, six were all uh, sponsored by the letter B. We're switching it up in this one. My number three movie right here is John Wick 2. Son, John Wick. John let me just talk about Wick. your man John Wick. Right. Now, I'm not talking, you know, Baba like, Yaga. you know, not the Migo song. John I'm talking Wick. about the real John Wick. Batman. John Wick. So if you haven't checked one it out, I, I don't know how you guys feel but I think the mythos behind the whole John Wick John Wick 1 I think they're killing it it, yo, it came out of nowhere I think they're for doing me. a really good job I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it I thought uh, it set the bar it, it equaled the first movie and surpassed it because he killed people with a pencil they were talking about the, his his pencil skills for a whole movie and then he Joker, killed a dude does, Joker does that in Dark Knight yeah, but not the way John Wick. It was pretty fucking yeah, was, yeah, I'm not going to lie. He put that man face through that pencil. Just saying. So, yeah. So, that's my number three movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, shout out to Keanu Reeves for doing it. Like, uh, I'm excited Keanu. for for three. Um, oh, there's going to be another They Kill His Dog again? Yo, nah, I'm saying. Nah. Like, that's, he's real. It's real they dude. He got another, he got another dog, right? For him. He it's got like John Wick versus the world now. John so Wick. and even in the movie, shout out to Common. Common was in there. Their fight shout scene was out. was shout pretty out. phenomenal. Uh, so that's my number three is John Wick two. My number two is a kids movie. It's Coco. So I went and Coco. saw it with my my two kids. Oh, you know, I'm nice. I'm a hip hop pop. I saw, I saw Coco too. It was pretty. Uh, it was not only was a, a beautifully done movie. It was very culturally relevant. You know, we're living in this making America great Preach. era, Preach. and nice. you know, nice. you know, it. we have a the person who was in charge of the country is talking about Mexican culture in such a derogatory statement. And this kind of was like a big middle finger, I thought, from uh, Pixar. To that being like this is this is a family movie, but it really dealt with uh, tradition and passing on, you know, memories of people. You know, it's about a little boy who they're celebrating the Day of the Dead, 
Um, and I just thought it was just really Dia well done. Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. And it was it's one and it was a movie that it was released in Mexico too at the same time. Yeah, great following. I think that. Uh, at a time where we're very divided, this is a movie that brought people together. So if you have kids out there, I would highly suggest checking out Coco because for me, I I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and it's and it's a movie that you would think you know it's a you know it's about the dead, but it's not scary. It's it's just a, a really good family film. So that's my number two right there. And rounding out this trilogy for me is uh, Thor. You know, we talked oh. about Thor All right. in the previous podcast. A couple of the other cats here had it a little lower down. But uh, for me, I'm a mythology guy. Like, you know, I'm, I'm heavy into comics and stuff. Preach, and and a lot of my early childhood was spent reading like Norse mythology and Greek mythology. And so Thor has always been there for me. And I thought that after like the first Thor movie for me was was really good. I have a personal connection because like my dad was in the hospital uh, sick in a coma the day that I went and saw Thor. And I like I always think about him because he would have wanted to see that movie. And uh and the second the one was kind door, of the, the first door, door yeah. The first so then the second one came out. I was disappointed, but this one I felt they really got their stride. Um, you know, I, I said before that they made the cosmic scene common. You know, they they took Thor off of Earth. It's hard to have a movie where you have these gods and these monsters running around in the real world. Uh, so so putting it into an alien landscape really did it for me. And as we said before, it, it blends humor and action seamlessly. That movie had me smiling the entire time. Uh, I saw it twice, and both times I was still as excited to see it. So for me, Thor just knocked it out of the park. You know, sometimes you just need a movie that just is a feel-good movie. Uh, they did a great job of not only fleshing out the characters, but letting them breathe. Like, they didn't have to go and explain the backstories of a lot of people. And I thought that, like, you know, for me, it felt like Marvel knew what they were doing they've established this world they've got the characters in there they're not trying to force things they just let people have fun so for me that's my number one so number one is thor number two is coco and three is your man john wick out here john wick Mama. bad man bad man. baba yaga all right all right yeah, so we cool. going uh duble black okay so when we last left our heroes discussing <laughs> the uh great movies of 2017 when picking it up uh I would say, okay, so for me coming in at number three is three. Three billboards. Ooh, over, three bill over Ebbing, Missouri. Over That's Ebbing, a good Missouri. Flick, man. That was, that movie to me, um, just to kind of piggyback on what Forrest was just saying about uh, movies uniting us and Co yeah. what Coco did for him, that movie did for me because that movie is about forgiveness. A lot of that's the story is about people wronging you or people you know you feel have wronged you or you know you've wronged somebody and the power of forgiveness and letting and letting stuff go and stuff like that and not letting um hate and anger weigh you down and poison your soul even though you've been wronged or you feel you've been wronged and stuff like that and so um Frances mcdormand killed it uh you know her acting was amazing she really made me believe this woman i mean all the characters uh sam rockwell as this very complex but at the same time everyday man uh character who was very relatable to a lot of people um across the board woody harrelson like surprised me a lot in this movie um the, the movie itself had a lot of cool twists and turns that i didn't see coming but it all felt very real and grounded in a in a world of um that was really existing of people in a lot of pain and what happens when 
you know, a terrible unsolved crime in a small community and people turn on each other because there's no answers. They all want to hate a bad guy, but there's no bad guy to hate. So they yeah. start hating each other. Um, and then they, they go too far and then they have to kind of like reconcile. Um, and so that, that was a real powerful movie. So that was number three for me. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. There's a great scene about where they compare the Catholic Church to Crips and Bloods. And oh. that really spoke to me I in terms of social so commentary. Because um, it's really true. Yeah, it like, was, it was really there, There's one set of rules... <laughs> for one group of people and then there's another set of rules for a whole another group of people yeah. and there's really not that big a difference sometimes when you look at it um, in terms of different fraternities that are exist in the world. Um, so number two, we've already talked about it a little bit, Baby Driver. Uh, that, that movie was like, um, was amazing to me. Like, I'm not a music guy like you guys are. I just like music. Um, actually, it wasn't my favorite soundtrack. Guardians was my favorite soundtrack. I was thinking um, you would pick Guardians too um, for the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's actually what got Guardians in the top six was, and it was the nostalgia factor. But it's like a different kind with Guardians because I didn't know that music that well. All those songs were new to me for the most part because I grew up listening to like Temptations and yep. Motown and stuff like that. I didn't listen to any all those songs. That first time I heard them was in Guardians. But anyway, um, but Baby Driver like nailed it. Like we talked about earlier, it was like. Visually, it was interesting. The acting was amazing. And as you know, for me as a nerd guy, what I would say is it has this whole D&D flavor of lawful evil, chaotic evil, and neutral evil, Ooh, which are the yeah. three types of evil in, in Dungeons and Dragons. Chaotic evil is like the Joker, the crazy person, and that's Jamie Foxx's character who's just down to do mayhem. Lawful evil is like the tyrant, like Lex Luthor, and that's what Kevin Spacey's character is. He's evil, but he has a code. And stuff like that. And then neutral evil is the true thief, the guy who's just like Catwoman. She's just like, I'm just in it for me and just kind of so. And that's what John Hamm's character is. He's just in it for him and his girl. And like he kind of loses everything when his girl, spoiler alert, his girl dies and stuff like that. And so, like, I and I really like seeing John Hamm turn as an evil guy because he always Go plays ham. the nice guys and stuff like that. So it was really interesting to see him play an evil dude. You know, it was always good to see Jamie Foxx just being Jamie. Like, I believed he was Bats, he was that dude. Um, and you know, Kevin Spacey, he's out of the game now, but. You know, I'm glad we got to see this movie before all this stuff hit. So, you know, we can at least see one last great movie with Kevin Spacey in yep. it. Um, and Edgar Wright, he, it was his big comeback. He had a lot riding on this movie. Um, yeah. He had a great soundtrack. Um, he, he, you know, background, he lost a lot of confidence from the industry when he walked away from Ant-Man. He was supposed to direct Ant-Man, and then that fell apart. And yep. he was persona non grata for, like, a few years. And he put his own money and his own you know, uh, finances and resources to get Baby Driver made. And it's amazing. The artwork, the poster, everything is just amazing in that movie. And so I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, and then number one is a movie that I think we're going to talk about a lot and we're getting to it is uh, Get Out. <laughs> Look at that. You know, yeah. and, uh, so number one for me is Get Out. It's uh, a great film directed by Mr. Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, a uh, black comedian. Uh, and it's the first, you know, what I would consider movie in this post-racial world to kind of deal with race and ever since Barack Obama got elected a lot of people particularly white people want to say yeah. we're post-racial now and that race doesn't matter and I think this movie is a hallmark that it still does matter and it's still really important um, and this is a time of year where or, or a time in our history where we need these movies that are first like you know Wonder Woman didn't make my list but she's like in the top 10 yeah. uh, and Get Out as well it's just like you know you're getting to see heroes 
that look and feel different and have different motivations than other people. And, you know, Get Out was one of these films that not only did I watch like four or five times, but I would go to the theater, you know, because I have a hookup and then would watch people watch the movie. I see the and reactions. Watching, yeah, that's, watching that was white one of people watch, react to this movie was really interesting because seeing some of their faces of like they didn't understand, like they. They were just like, I want to root for the black guy, but he's killing white people. <laughs> and yeah, so, that's, that's they, that, wrong that, somehow. Exactly. I don't know really, why. You can really, especially <laughs> some Even of though they tried to lobotomize my man and all of that, exactly. it's wrong. But it's like, got to be. Yeah, it's real wrong, but these, um, but these white people had a real, real hard time kind of dealing with that, especially the young white boys who play lacrosse and like the main one of the main villains was a lacrosse player who beat yes. up people with his lacrosse. Like you could just see the ruminations in their mind and their brands. They're trying to take in the information. Um, and you know, it was, I watch a lot of interviews and stuff about directors and watch them talk about their movies, especially ones I like. And Jordan Peele, he made this movie in a vein of just like, you're supposed to be yelling at the movie. Like he's like, I love that movie going experience when I was a kid or going to the black theater where people were yelling at the movie. Yes. And it was an interactive experience. And so I watched that movie so many times and I would watch it with black audiences, with white audiences, with mixed audiences and sit in like the black section sometimes and sit in the white. And every time I, I was with black people, they were just like, oh, like their, their reactions were so emphatic and so real. And that made the movie going experience so much richer. And that's why he and this, it's nice to have a film that's made with that in mind, where you're not supposed to just sit there and like <laughs> yeah. and just have like a couple of laughs. Well, it was, yeah, he said, like it was an experience. And the fact that you even say there's the black section, the white section means it is it is time to have movies like that yeah like yeah you know and so like you know the acting the storyline the writing everything was just like one and the fact he made that movie for like five million dollars or something like that or ten is you know micro budget compared to what hollywood deals with now um so he really really brought um some really good stuff and i i I mean just the acting alone the the guy who was his friend who's a comedian uh d ray davis i think is his name little rail little rail little rail sorry yeah little rail um and uh the girl who played the evil girl who trapped him um uh her dad is a famous news anchor i'm blanking on his name brian williams brian williams yeah, allison brian, williams allison is her williams name. like she oh, yeah. crushed it you know the scene where she's separating her colored fruit loops from her white milk yes <laughs> it's like it's like killing me and stuff like that so like yeah it's that's good that's a good number one so yeah so for me right. that's number one and uh yeah that's that's I mean, it doesn't get any better to get it. and just like all the hidden messages of like how picking cotton saved his life um, how using a ball saved his life where normally a ball is like, you know, this thing that, you know, goes to the detriment of a lot of black men and stuff like that. Like all those little hidden messages and stuff like that, yeah. you know, really did it for me. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see that he got nominated for a lot of awards and I'm happy. I'm hoping that a lot more happens um, for Jordan. Moving on, we got... All right, so this is uh, Laser Beam, and I'm coming at you with my top three, and uh, I'm going to, I think, uh, yeah, I'm going to hit with a lot of things that have just been said a little bit, and I have one movie that I've seen, I don't think anybody else has seen uh, in this group, but maybe I will find out. Uh, My number three is The Shape of Water. Um, No, I've heard nothing but good things, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, all right, so yeah, I think Shape of Water is uh, an amazing film. I, I think all three of these top three of films are just as astonishing, amazing films. I think uh, The Shape of Water does a lot of great things for cinema. Uh, I think it, it, it tells a human story with a, a very human story from a different point of view. 
we talk about movies being diverse. I get that the actress in real life, uh, Sally Hawkins, is, is not mute, but the main character is mute and she can't talk. And that just brings a different element that you don't see in films really ever um, or TV. And uh, the cinematography is amazing. The camera work, the art, the like, again, he did it again, just like if you've seen Pan's Labyrinth. Um, a lot of great stuff of like yep. melding fantasy and reality together. Um, I think he did a couple of really cool things with the monster. Uh, well, and called the monster. monster. Yeah. Well, Wait, this you know what? wasn't about the Wonder Twins. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I swore I was like yeah. form of bucket of water. Yeah. <laughs> and then they do a couple of cool things like the monster isn't really the underwater sea creature guy. The monster is played by Michael Shannon, who's the villain in the movie, who's representing the Make America Great Again uh, uh, realities, because he's like, uh, God made us in uh, his image. Uh, he's talking to a black character. He's, he's talking to a black character when he says this. He's like, well, he looks more like more like my image than yours. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Monstrous. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, on top of. Shots um, fired. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it does a lot of things. Um, there's a lot, there's lots of layers in that movie that are amazing. They're well done. That speaks about the LGBTQT community. Uh, it's about, uh, pe- just people on the fringes, just like people out there and, and how, they accept each other and com- should come together how we all should come together and like even by the end of the movie even him i love it it's beautiful it's a great movie even him he's out on the fringe the the guy who's the man and stuff he he gets pushed on, out to the edges on the fringe don't push me because i'm close to the edge <laughs> exactly and he goes and he snaps because of it. Ah, yeah. ah. Right. anyway it's, it's it's an amazing film i recommend it to everybody i think it's it's beautiful uh Number two is Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, so, again, just like Double Black said, everything he just said about that film is absolutely true. Um, this is another movie about uh, uh, integrating uh, society together and how uh, people, again, like... And it's an interesting thing. Like, all the characters who are of different races are on the fringe, are on the outside of this film. They're not the main focus of the film. And I think that was kind of an interesting choice. And it's about, like, forgiveness and struggle and, and yeah, like, I think what's his name's, their motivations for why they do things is, is great. I think a lot, it leaves a lot to be interpreted in a good way, in an intelligent, uh, thought-provoking way instead of just, like, ah, uh, that top is spinning. Like, I like Inception, but, like, <laughs> you know... Do you know? Does that top top spin? <laughs> <spinning? laughs> <Everyone laughs> <knows. laughs> like, what's going to happen? Does that top top spin? We need to know no. that. Yeah. Whereas this way, this movie ends with it is like, what happens next? Like, I don't know. That's for you to decide. Like, think about it. Um, like, can people like come together for a greater purpose and and that kind of thing? So, and like people's acting, Samara Weaving that you guys talked about earlier, yeah. she's in this and she does like a really good job. Uh, Francis McDormand. Is hands down best actress this year. Um, she should win. Uh, yeah, uh, who are the Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell like amazing jobs. Um, 
Peter Dinklage was was Peter Dinklage was amazing in a very small role. Yeah, he was. Uh, oh, I <laughs> he see was shots fired over yeah, here. So. Yeah. So yeah. you did small role. small role. <laughs> <laughs> see, I nah. see it's because he's little. Nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I love nah, 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 much nah, love nah, to nah. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, and he did. He did. He brought. He was. He was using an accent. And I was like, what? What is that accent? Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jonathan Hawks plays her yeah. ex-husband is great. Yeah, great. Um, guy plays her son. Son is great. Really good. Um, hey, great. Yeah. It's like Tony the Tiger all around. Great. Yeah. No, yeah. like no one was sleeping. At the wheel. Um, so, uh, amazing film. Everybody should see it. it it's actually what a, like the thought-provoking and timely uh, movie. Uh, maybe just because it's it, it has almost no flaws in it. So, um, top, top of the line. Uh, and then my number one is, as I said before, uh, Get Out. Get Out, I think, is the best movie, not only of this year, but so far, it's like probably the best movie I've seen this decade. Um, like, next Damn, this decade. decade. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's it's up there with, like, uh, Cabin in the Woods, for me, of, like, best best films <coughs> this decade. I think Get Out has done, like, an, an amazing thing for, for film. Uh, it's set a bar. I think it's the first actual uh, air... To, everybody talks about Alfred Hitchcock and and you know his his thrillers and whatnot and everybody's like Shyamalan everybody's on the Shyamalan nonsense about he's the heir to uh, Hitchcock's uh, thrillers and whatnot and I, I think those are that's false I who, think who told you that. <laughs> Uh, that is Shyamalan. That, that is yeah. That's streets is talking. That is blasphemy. Who told you that? <laughs> Shyamalan. He gets. He has like twelve happening. movies. I don't know if you've seen that happen. Yeah. No. His movies are bad. That was. But he keeps getting to make them. So someone's. Someone agrees. Oof. Someone. I don't agree. Yo, but the, someone thinks this. The true. trees are killing this stuff. <laughs> exactly. The trees are killing. But I think Get Out is an actual because the layers upon layers upon things that are in Get Out of like uh, there's. So there's a little thing. Uh, Andre in the movie, who he um, was he black? Exactly, he's a black character. I uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but maybe get out. Yeah, yeah, eh. you could do it. Go yeah, first. yeah. Well, you know, uh, for a year. He's he's exactly. Uh, he's got a he's got a um, old white man in his head, and he the whole thing in the movie is all the old white people wear red, and all the black characters wear blue. You'll see at the police station, all the black people wearing blue. Uh, Chris wears blue. His friend wears blue. And all the white people wear red on their clothing. And Andre um, is wearing uh, uh, beige clothing, except for he he puts a red handkerchief in his pocket. So, like, on the outside, he's, like, normal. But then he puts a handkerchief on the inside. Like, his wife gives him a red handkerchief mm. to put it back... It's uh, I, my friend pointed that out to me, and I was like, "This is this is like the I, I can't can't the even subtlety of the yeah. artist." Yeah, no, we, we get it. Like it's 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 yeah. there. It's the number one. You guys it's number do. one. So it's it's so it's I think it's uh, I think a, a film to set the bar like extremely high. It should win everything it's nominated for. I don't think it will because of exactly why it was made. But you know, we'll see. We'll get there. All right. So that's my list. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, I guess last and uh, hopefully not least is me. Catalyst. Yeah. Definitely not least. Definitely, uh, definitely. definitely. Not. So uh, my number three uh, of the year this year was It. Um, I thought It was 
Uh, was well good. done. Um, I, yeah, you know, I, as, as many gripes as I may have had with it, Henry's you, still alive. He you, in that hole, still alive. If you've heard the original He's podcast, there. as many gripes as I may have had <clears throat> about how different it was from the original and, and, and how much less atmospheric that may have made it still doesn't negate the fact that as far as the time and landscape of horror, it's great. Um, it does its job. It is eerie. It's creepy, um, and the acting is is superb. Um, the, yeah, kids, kids the, the kids, the kids do a, a great yeah, job. Yep. Um, uh, an, another thing that really put it over the top for me was the the way that the movie didn't sacrifice the quality of how it looked, but still made an old timey dairy feel realistic. Um, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense, because the, the the movie is shot filmed presented as as a a contemporary film a movie that would have the cgi and all of these effects and things like that but dairy still felt old and i think that's a a huge accomplishment like i felt like i was in the setting um a lot of movies don't accomplish that well enough right um and so that's why it uh got the slot um you know bill skarsgård is is quickly uh, establishing himself as the modern day villain um, like the guys who've played you know uh, Jason and the guy who played Mike Myers I don't know their names off the top of my head but like he he, he might go down like one of those guys is being able to play a very quality uh, horror movie villain um, so it gets my third slot um, I really enjoyed it um, my number two slot uh, which I guess may not be giving it enough praise is uh, is Get Out um, so in the number two slot, I really thought Get Out was a great film. Um, and uh, one thing that hasn't been touched on yet, because we've already given it enough praise, Jordan Pill did an amazing job. You know, it all was good. Of, yeah, all of the subtleties, all of the, <laughs> the, 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 I guess, the places where it hits home for each and every one of us, especially in this podcast. Um, but what I really liked was, even though he, he tried to keep things on the nose, uh, there were many things that he did that went outside of the box, and a perfect example of that was the ending. Um, he decided not to do the easy thing and make it so Chris gets killed by police officers when they roll up and assume that he's just the bad guy doing the bad thing. It's a happy ending. No one expects that. Right. That was know. the original ending. That, that, no, I know, yeah. I know, I know. And I saw that interview where he says the original ending is a cop's supposed to roll up and yeah. shoot. So I really appreciate the fact that Jordan Peele didn't yeah, take the went easy to, way out that with this film. subverted expectations. Right, right. Uh, and, uh... Because yeah. that's know, how you know racism is still alive in America, mm-hmm. right? Is white people get really apprehensive when they see the cops roll... Because they know, like, I've watched the audiences and white people be like... <gasps> They and know he about they, they like they know, expect yeah, a black, black dude to be get shot. Apprehensive too. They like we about to get hit. Yeah, well, black people, of course. You know, <laughs> that. black people are like, oh, uh, people here we go. Supposed to be like, oh no. That's yeah, black like, people are like, oh yeah. White people about, are like supposed to be like, oh no, the cops are going to help him, but they know deep down in a part of their soul they don't want to talk about that the cops this is going to happen. Yeah, so, so I, I like the fact that you know even though the movie was finished and he had his way out, it was the easy way out. It wasn't even going to take that much to write that in and make that work. He took the time to go back and make it something different. Um, he wrote it in. He he made it believable. Like by, by no means, like until I saw that interview afterwards, did I even think that Question, you know yeah, yeah. something else should have happened. happened yeah. um, and and I really appreciate that. I don't see enough. <laughs> Uh, especially movies with such a, a, a peril in sight, you know, you don't see the black man come out in such a advantageous situation. Like he didn't, he didn't do anything to create right. that for himself. He got lucky, 
and yeah. black people don't get lucky. <laughs> so um, I, that's something despite I despite really, what Pharrell says. Despite what Pharrell says, that's something I really appreciate about like, Get Out. I like that song. more so than than any of the other things that that right. it, it tried yeah, to show. Yeah. Um, my number one uh, is Baby Driver. Um, Baby. I Baby Driver was B-A-B-Y B-A-B-Y it was <laughs> great from top to bottom um, the acting was great um, the the storytelling was great the the uh, the action was great like the sequences of action like at the beginning when he pushes that Subaru dog like that <laughs> yo yeah. the Subaru yeah. oh my gosh like How whoever choreographed and did the stunt driving like yeah this, no good call yeah, <laughs> all yeah. of that was we haven't even talked about the not stunt not even none of that yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. that like yeah. <clears throat> excuse me I'm getting a little dry mouth but um the yeah. The, the 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 dialogue like the the scene where they go to buy the guns like the arm scene or whatever yeah. and yeah. uh jamie fox is having that conversation with that security guard that you've seen two or three times throughout the movie already yeah, and he exactly. goes yo ain't i seen you somewhere don't i know you dog and he goes oh hey you dead yet and the dude goes nah i ain't dead he's like well then you ain't met me you know it's like <laughs> like, like like lines like that like dialogue yeah, exactly. like that yeah. that the movie just it 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 did everything correctly and it didn't seem like it was going out of its way to try to do so. Um, and then on top of that, you get the, the, the small things like the, the words of the lyrics being written into the backgrounds of scenes where people are walking by, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like the little stuff like that. Like, like it, it was pervasive throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And if, unless you were paying attention, you wouldn't have even seen it. Yeah. Um, so um, just a great piece of art in general. I think Baby Driver, you know, Best. Number one. Yeah, number one, for sure. Number one. Number one. Number one. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. So, so yeah. I, I want to take a second. Hold on. <clears throat> so, yeah. for, the, for the internet gets mad at me that you Get ain't, Out you ain't, you ain't, you ain't was see this in. Shit. <laughs> you ain't even see this shit. Get Out was in my honorable mentions. If you listen to the last one, I actually did say Get Out. There's honorable. Uh, Everybody like, you need you to don't, get you out. You don't have to defend your But list, no, man. but here's the thing is that sometimes you got to be different, but really Get Out was a, a, a piece of of filmmaking and culturally appropriate for a number of reasons. So I feel like I'm glad that you guys held it down for the get out. Well, because I knew between all of y'all black men right here, we was going to have get out up in this. Well, I, I mean, I don't think I, I love your list. I appreciate what you did. I, I think we all are individuals and we should come from our own perspectives on these things because, and I don't want us to second guess ourselves too much because I'm sure we're going to catch some flack for not putting Wonder Woman on there, right? That's we true. Had, Wonder we, Woman was in my original six. You know, we had basically 20 I have problems. Like, Wonder Woman is a good movie, kind of. It's, it has problems, like, as a film. Yeah. Like, it has a lot of, like, as a, as a superhero movie. Like, it's, it's done really, really well. Of like an intro superhero movie, but it has it has lots of I, lots it, of issues. It has man. lots of issues. Lots of like, issues. I, yeah. I, I watched that movie and felt the same way I felt about playing that uh, new reboot of Tomb Raider. Like all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, she becomes oh, like yeah, levels most, up. Like, oh, yeah. She she was grinding, dog, because yeah. she leveled up so hard, <laughs> so quick. It was yeah. ridiculous. Like uh, in that Tomb Raider game, Laura Croft literally like shoots a wolf in the face and she starts crying and shit. She's like. Oh my god! I can't believe I did this. This <laughs> yeah. is awful. And then she becomes like the <laughs> sharpest of shooters yeah, ever. Yeah. She's like bow and arrow like, niggas in the face. And yeah, faces. she is. Yeah. It's just like literally the 180 of the century. And yeah. I felt like that was the same way with Wonder Woman. She was like docile, damsel in distress. Like, oh my god, I don't know what's happening. Let me defer to everyone else. Now she whooping ass. Like you know, like it. it that that kind of took me out of it. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not. Argue, I'm just making a point. Like sure. I don't feel like Force have to defend his choices. No, I'm here. No, I'm no, 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 internet. No, but I, so what, the reason why I wrote it up is that I like the fact that you know Get Out was uh, mentioned by everyone here in the room, but also like things like Baby Driver. You know, yeah, there are some great movies, was, and I, and I yeah. love the fact that we actually. You know uh, the placements of some of these movies were mm-hmm. different. Yeah, but yeah. that is a testament to some of these movies here. So I think if you're listening, uh, I would love to see what you guys were really feeling for your top six. So you know, put comments in there. Let us know because obviously we didn't see every movie. I mean, I guess between Double Black and Laser Beam, they probably saw every movie that came out. Definitely Laser Beam uh, this year. Yeah, <laughs> I killed it. He making me want to just everything. go to the movies right now. Yeah, I think yeah. he saw everything, man. So it's testament to him. And like, I mean, because he put Lady Bird on there. Like, I wanted yeah. to see that, and I didn't get a chance to check it out. But I and I hear great things. You know, there was other films like The Big Sick, a couple other films that I wanted to see that I didn't get you a chance. You gotta see those. Darkest Hour and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. Darkest Hour, Darkest yeah. Hour is yeah. all right. Yeah. It's all right. I'm gonna so, catch some yeah. flack on that. But yeah, it's right. yeah, exactly. You gonna catch some flack. You gonna catch some flack. But you know, streets is talking. Yeah, let us know in the comments what you saw, what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, you know, let us know if you want us to do a worst of. You know, Ooh, yeah. Uh, put comments down like that. Oh, right, bright gonna be in mine. Bright's gonna be in mine. Right there. Bright gonna be in mine. Blade Runner gonna be in mine. Last Jedi. No, Last Jedi. Y'all is over here. Wilding out. Justice League. Yeah, we just say, we just say, we just say, Justice Suicide Squad. No, that's your. That was 2016. Well, and the award season is coming, so. You know, we, we mm-hmm. do need right. some, some new content for that, too. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, let us know, you know, what you want us to hear and talk about. But we appreciate you listening. We love each and every one of y'all out there. And, uh, you know, keep your heads up and keep it moving. Peace. Peace. up.